Welcome to Hashtag Scripture, your sophisticatedly ratchet word delivery system. Call us Deliveroo because we are serving you the word with extra sauce. I mean, like, the last couple of weeks have been so fiery, fiery hot. I don't know if you can take any more sauce, but we're still going to give you more we're sauce still today. Okay, we're you. still going to give you more X sauce to you. today. Sorry. <laughs> On Hashtag Scripture, we discuss everyday topics informed by an everlasting God. If you have any medicinal requirements. By now they should have been healed of their medicinal requirements. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> or, I'm of course, you know, you know, but you know, just be careful is what I'm saying. Just make sure that you're careful. If you need to retire to one corner somewhere to one listen corner, to the, to one listen corner, to the podcast, corner. please do it. Use, apply wisdom. Hmm? Don't just be listening in the middle of the office and then. You are laughing and then you get fired and then you blame us. We're not going to do it. We're not going to have that discussion. So before we start, you can follow us on hashtag scripture on Facebook, on Instagram. You can follow us on SoundCloud and iTunes. Just make sure you subscribe, follow, like, share, comment, review. Make sure you share. How many people are we sharing with today? Um, Four and two. So we're sharing with four colleagues or colleagues work colleagues and two people that you meet on the bus okay that's what we're gonna do that's who you're gonna share it with then on the train if you don't get a train then in the lift on your workplace and if you don't do that then two people that you meet in supermarket in the street just accost them on the street and ask them if they listen to hashtag scripture because they should i mean why wouldn't they you know or in fact can you also share it with Four of your favorite Christian influencers. Oh, okay. and if you also, yeah, if you all like coordinate properly and send it to the same influencers, and they'll be like, "Oh, what's hashtag scripture?" Then they'll be like, "Oh, okay, maybe it's good. Let me just listen." And they'll listen, and they'll be like, "Oh, shout out hashtag scripture!" And then you know, Joy. big things happen, little things happen. You know what I mean? So, the word on the street today is. I'm going to really try and do this and be as serious as possible, okay? Because when I was writing it this morning, I found it very hilarious. The word on the street today is once a cheater, always a cheater. Once a lie, always a lie. I was going to say once a H-O-E, but remember, I can't say that because last time I said that, I got into trouble, okay? Did Did I get into trouble? I don't think so. I feel like you made that up. Okay, so once a cheater, always a cheater. Once a lie, always a lie. Once a hoe, always a hoe, girl. You know, or you can be an everlasting idiot. Wow. Or, you know, me, I want to have everlasting money. I am never ending favor. I want to be forever fine. Hey, okay. Forever fine. <laughs> okay. But does these same sentiments apply to salvation? Okay. Does the same sentiments apply to salvation? Once saved, always saved. Is this true? Is salvation a sure thing? Like Leroy and Tyrone disappointment. Wow. Okay. Is it <laughs> You better call Tyrone. He won't answer, but you can call him. <laughs> he's that he's shacked up with another girl, honey. Okay. Wow. Like literally, is salvation a sure thing? Like your baby father's drama. I'm just Wow. Uh, I don't know why I'm petty today. She's super petty today. Like I ain't even seen <laughs> oh, this in a long time. Oh my gosh. It's adult communication. It's because I'm talking to Fumi as opposed to children. Like I talk to you all week. Okay. Um, is salvation a sure thing? Um, is there security in salvation? Can you be, is it once saved, always saved? So today's topic of discussion is once saved, always saved. True or false? 
the topics and the questions we're going to ask are when and how does one get saved can one lose their salvation and three how does one know that they are saved what's the checklist how can you know that you are truly saved so one when does when and how does one get saved two how can you can you lose your salvation and three how does one know that they are saved so question- do you know that every week tina reads the questions out two or three or four times and then i just cut them all out and <laughs> only two but do you know why do you know, do you know why i do that i do that is it because you forget what the questions no, are okay it's because in my brain have you noticed when your pastor's preaching yeah and they read the scriptures out they mm. always read the scripture reference out more than once yeah, but they're not on a podcast which I can rewind. I don't. It's <laughs> like, my brain is programmed to always say things more than once. So that times. those at the back who aren't paying attention. Hey, for you at the back, wake up. Ooh. Okay. So question number one: <laughs> When and how does one get saved? For me. Okay. So what is salvation? Would be the first place to start here. I I would assume. So the dictionary definition, or when I say dictionary, I mean Google, because Google is life, but um, <laughs> the, the Google definition of what is salvation is preservation from deliverance, or the first one is preservation from deliverance, sorry, preservation or deliverance from harm, ruin, or loss, which is pretty much spot on, to be honest, but then going down to the theological term, um, the second definition would be deliverance from sin and its consequences believed by Christians to be brought about by faith in Christ. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Okay. That makes sense. So in Romans 10 verses 9 to 13, we see that if you confess with your mouth that the Lord Jesus, sorry, if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes unto righteousness, mm-hmm. and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For the scripture says, whoever believes on him will not be put to shame. For there is no distinction between Jew and Greek, for the same Lord is Lord over all, rich to all who call upon him. For whoever calls on the Lord, name of the Lord, shall be saved. So I believe that the kind of the biggest myth in Christianity and the most dangerous misconception, which we talked about in the scriptures out of context, episode is <laughs> sorry forgot the word episode again um <laughs> is that um is what it means to believe in your heart mm. so i feel like we kind of skip that bit and say like mm. okay if you say i believe in god then you believe in god mm-hmm. and then that means that you are saved and mm. i feel like that's really inaccurate mm. the, the scripture clearly says you have to believe in your heart mm-hmm. that jesus died and raised from the dead why would you believe that jesus died and raised from the dead we talked about this last episode or a few episodes ago in um john 1 29 it says that he died he was the lamb who takes away the sins of the world mm-hmm. so why did he die and rise from the dead to take away your sin mm-hmm. so it's you have to understand the bit about sin mm-hmm. to believe mm-hmm. do you know what i mean it's part of it sin repentance and forgiveness are all kind of part of the same mm-hmm. thread they're not they're not um independent of each other mm-hmm. you know so it's i think it's important that to in, to know that we know that in order to believe in your heart it means that you have to love christ you have to know why he died mm-hmm. and then and believe that he died for that reason and then act accordingly mm-hmm. i'm not saying that action is part of salvation mm-hmm. but what i am saying is that it's the fruit of salvation mm-hmm. um and it, it will be evident if you are saved mm-hmm. so when we think of the heart we think of love we think obviously we just go naturally to love i don't know why it's not really connected to 
love really but you know we just think of that because I think you can like you feel like flutters in your chest when you're you know when Bay walks through the door calls you or texts yes, you or whatever honey. you know so like it does have like the you know the <laughs> the pressure starts to change under pressure you know <laughs> so, like you do get fluctuations in your heart or whatever your heart beats faster and blah blah, blah. but when you think of the heart you think of love so okay if we're believing in our heart and we can connect that to love what does it mean to love god well in john 14 15 it says if you love me keep my commands boom it's really simple <laughs> and not once but twice he says it again in verse 23 jesus answered and said unto him if a man loves me he will keep my words and my father will love him and we will come unto him and make our abode with him mm. so we have we have to see that that believing in our heart part also comes with obedience or the, the will to obey you know so if we're living willfully in sin mm. we're not loving jesus and therefore we don't really believe in our hearts maybe we believe in our heads but not in our hearts mm. and so we can't say that we can't profess to be saved just because we said the sinner's prayer and we confessed in our mm. heart uh, mm. we confess with our mouth sorry that jesus is lord um so when we talk about being saved multiple times, I don't know if I ascribe to that kind of theology that you can be saved one day and not the next day, but then get saved again the next day and then not be saved the next day. Like for me, it's like either you were saved and you got what Jesus has done for you and you got that Jesus had, you know, you got that Jesus died a gruesome death. I keep saying that because I just, I just want to emphasize it was a gruesome death. It wasn't just a death. He didn't just die. Yeah. He, he died a gruesome, painful death for your sin. If you realize that, I'm not sure how you can then be unsaved. Yeah. If you believe that in your heart, I don't know if you can then fall off and then fall back on again. Yeah. Maybe you didn't really initially believe it. That's the kind of um, salvation theology I have. Um, but whether or not it's true or not it's kind of it's inconsequential it doesn't matter whether what i believe is true i just have to do to the best of my ability Mm. believe and give my heart and surrender my life to christ Mm. so if you can say that to the best of your ability you have given your life to christ Mm. and you believe in your heart that christ died for you and you understand and that belief then um produces fruit in you mm. fruit that would be for example good works but that's not the only fruit good mm. character mm. um many things power of the holy spirit and blah 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 <clears throat> that's when you are saved not like okay i said i believe in god mm. so i must be saved that's that's not it mm. and i really want to just emphasize that because i think it's really dangerous for us to have that theology like saying that you believe in god mm. equals being saved because it doesn't mm. um in luke 17 it says so watch yourselves if your brother or sister sins against you rebuke them and they repent and if they repent forgive them so i'm not saying that god can't forgive us if we Mm. don't repent but we can't accept forgiveness Mm. if we don't repent Mm. so that's why repentance is really like rolled up all into one and you can't have salvation in my opinion and through what i understand through scripture Mm. without um sorry without repentance you can't have forgiveness without repentance and therefore you can't have salvation without Mm. repenting um because if you do something wrong and you set your mind to not do it again then you can be forgiven but if you do something wrong and you're currently doing it wrong and you plan to do it again tomorrow you can't ask for forgiveness it's not genuine you know um so yeah once they'd always saved i'm on the side of the fence that is like you really either you was really saved in the first place or you weren't really saved and it was like a fake salvation kind of thing or you thought you were saved because i think that i believe there are a lot of people and i might be included i don't know but there are a lot of people in this world who believe that they are saved Mm. and are not because every religion believes that they are saved 
Muslims believe they are saved. Hindus believe they are saved or whatever salvation is to their worldview. Mm. You know, Mormons believe they are saved or whatever. Like whatever your worldview is, of course you're going to believe that yours is the right one. So yeah, but you know, God is the final judge and he has the final say. And I think that if we... When we, if we really believe then he will convict us to change and whether or not we are loyal to him or to our religion mm-hmm. that will be the the difference between whether we are saved or not you know so believing your heart has to be pure and genuine mm-hmm. um and not just because you're scared of hell mm-hmm. or you want to get into heaven but like because you genuinely love god you genuinely love jesus and understand why he died for you mm-hmm. um I'm not saying you have to be like a biblical, biblical scholar. You don't. Mm. But it's really easy. Like if a fireman dies for me and tells me, go and live your best life. And then I go and start doing drugs the next day. Like, mm. do you know what I mean? It's, it's quite a simple concept, mm. you know? And a lot of us fool ourselves into believing that we are like, God knows my heart. So I'm fine. Like, no, babes. He does know your heart. And that's probably the Why problem. <laughs> yeah, that is the most likely the reason that you're not going to be fine. Because he knows your heart. And he knows that you'd rather watch Coronation Street than uh, that was literally me talking to myself just then. Wow. Holy Spirit is like (laughs) you'd rather watch coronation street and scandal than um read the bible Mm. and you'd rather talk to your friends on the phone or your man on the phone your mains on the phone for five hours than pray Mm. or you know what i mean these are the things sorry we're always adding the ladies listen i'm sorry it's not only you justin you too okay you are also the problem um yeah so these are these things god does know your heart so just make sure your heart is in the right the right place yeah this it's it's true and this whole thing about god knowing your heart is for me i find it the most scariest thing because Mm -hmm. he really does be knowing us yeah he does more than we do he really really knows us and um and i know that i'm trash so if it's like god really 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 knows me boy anyway firstly um what is salvation firstly salvation is a miracle okay salvation is only something god can do yeah a miracle is something only god can do it is the impossible made possible by the power of god so salvation is a miracle in light of this amazing truth the greatest miracle of all is the miracle of salvation the wonderful fact that our personal relationship with god in and through the death burial and resurrection of christ which we were talking about last episode lies at the very heart of the love god has for his people nothing in this world is more wonderful than having peace with god through jesus christ okay so we have to first understand that your salvation was a miracle and that it was a miracle that happened through the death burial and resurrection of jesus christ and as for me already read romans 10 verse 10 there's certain things that we have to do in order to to be saved first of all we have to confess we already know this okay first of all we have to believe first of all we have to believe sorry yeah first of all we have to believe and um believing is the act of believing carries the distinct idea of an ongoing spiritual condition mm-hmm. whereby oh i like that thanks mm-hmm. whereby the human heart generally longs and thirsts and waits before the throne of god so you know when the the scripture says that as a deer pants for water as the and he was going to say panted for the water so my soul longeth after thee sorry yes Okay. <laughs> she probably um, waited patiently <laughs> it's a it's a distinct ongoing spiritual you, condition what? No, <laughs> where you have a longing and a thirst and a hunger for god okay that's the belief is that i need this person i, I need god need I need 
need you. I need, I need you. you. You know, like you, you have a hunger and a thirst for I passion. Need you. I, I, I need you to watch over me, to watch over me. Shout out Faith Child. He doesn't listen to our podcast. Share no this point. with Faith Child. There's no point. We're here, well, we're here just we shouting you out, really fam. You know, like, okay. um, all of these gospel artists to put some money in our pocket because we be singing all their songs. Every day. I mean, I'm expecting a check from Tasha Cobbs, Fred Hammond. Okay. I'm expecting the checks, guys. Lace our account. Or do we have to pay them? <laughs> no, this is promotion. This is this is this is advertising. Okay, so um, the essential ingredient in in believing and in knowing that you believe and knowing that you are saved is the fact that you have submitted to God and I that you've abandoned everything else. You know, you've submitted to God and you've abandoned everything else, and you have a hunger and a thirst and a passion and a heart for Christ because you know that you need Him. You know that you need God. Thus, you believing that I am actually trash and I need God, and then you're confessing and in your confession involves more than just a simple acknowledgement of the existence of God because even the demons acknowledge that there is God. So it's not just I acknowledge the fact that there is God. Because Don't be please, a demon. But demons, some of these devils have seen him. You know what I mean? They were You're a bad demon. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like they were there. Confession carries a deep and abiding conviction that God alone is sovereign. And I need you to understand that when you are confessing, some people confess their belief in God, but yet they don't put any respect on God's name. You, you can't, the two, you have to, understand and confess that he is sovereign that Mm. he is lord that he is lord of laws that he is king of kings otherwise your confession is not really confession it's like i like you but i don't love you you know what i mean and that's not confession that's not you're not really saved if you don't believe that god is god over all can i just drop something Mm -hmm. that i feel like the spirit just dropped just now because i've never actually read it like this even mm-hmm. though it's really obvious mm-hmm. like you're, you're you're not confessing that you believe in jesus you're confessing that jesus is lord like yeah, you said like it. that as in the word lord as that in master that as in above all as in authority right so you can't that's that actually makes things so much simpler now because yeah. people are like oh who who calls upon the name of the lord shall be saved but forgetting that it's calling upon the name of the lord not upon the name of some bro called exactly. jesus my home guy jesus like exactly. do you know what i mean exactly and wow. and this is the thing is like who calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved and it's the fact that you have to re- it's recognising that he yeah, is Lord exactly. it's recognising that he is God because I don't know why I've o- never I've because it's, it's okay to say that you know, it's okay I can call upon for me for me save me mm-hmm. yeah but for me it's not Lord and I will though for me it's not for me it's not Lord not from, you know not I mean? from hell though that's not <laughs> can't do me, that baby for me girl. it's not Lord you have to understand and this is why it's important for you to deep really who God is and then understand that number one he is God number one he is Lord number one notice I'm not saying number two and number wow. three okay because he's a, he's it's all these one. things at the same time okay one. number one he is lord number one Maybe he is god number one he is king okay and you have to understand that he is lord you have to confess that he is lord which is why you have to submit to him which is why you have to abandon everything else because you can only serve one master mm-hmm. you know which is why you have to everything else you forego which is why also it's the conviction of repentance because you have to realize that you have sinned and you can't be in the same presence um, with you can't have the, the presence of sin and still feel like how must I say this like it's okay like yes like that's why you have to repent because you cannot come to your lord and your king and your savior with your other king and savior with, next to you with <laughs> loving yeah. not even with the possession not with it as in loving yeah. your other king your other lord yeah. you know which is which is a sinful nature mm-hmm. so you have to actually really when we say believe and confess it's not just 
the simple, nice, pretty, pretty sin, um, sinner's prayer. No, this is serious stuff. This is like you are really just giving your life to God. Yeah. You're actually giving your... That's why it says... That's why we say, come and give your life to God. Because you have to actually just take it off your body, your life. Take it off, yeah? Fold it nicely. Not even nicely because it's trash. Just crumple it together in one ball and just say, God, here, take. You know? <laughs> because that's in and of itself that's what it is you are correct you're recognizing that you yourself are trash that god is lord over all and you're going to give yourself to him abandoning everything else foregoing everything else submitting only to him as lord and savior that's salvation not come and make my life beautiful no 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 that's not salvation come and take away all this wretchedness and wicked yeah yeah he will take that but you do you believe that he is lord do you are you submitting are you Mm -hmm. abandoning everything else not just saying oh yes come and live in my heart i mean yeah live in my heart but are you sure you want him to live in your heart with everything like, else? Yeah. You know, you have to really say to yourself, okay, I want you to live in my heart, dominate my heart, take over my heart, yeah. transform your life, you know? And foregoing everything else, it's just me and you on this road. That's salvation. Foregoing everything else, which is why Jesus says, can you leave your mother and your father can you leave your wife can you leave your kids because that's what it is it's foregoing everything else can you choosing choosing god and christ that's salvation yeah amen okay um section number question number two can we lose our salvation this is a bit sticky yeah can you lose your salvation until for me wombs so, um, mm-hmm. I per- obviously, I've already said I personally don't think he can, um, but not for maybe the mainstream <coughs> belief as to why. Because I either believe that you're either saved or you weren't. And if you weren't, then it's possible for you to lose your fake salvation, but not your real salvation, because then that real salvation produces in you fruits that can't be... That you that 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 just they just stay. That's I just that's how I just feel in my heart. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not saying that you can't lose faith. I'm not saying that you can't doubt. I'm not saying those things. But what I'm saying is that at the end of it, your belief in mm. Jesus as Lord over your life, mm. I don't know if you can unbelieve that. Mm. If you really believe that Jesus died a gruesome death, I'll mm. say it again, for you to save you from mm. sin when he didn't have to and you didn't even respect him mm. or put any respect on his name at the time that he did that. Like, how can you unbelieve that? Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, maybe you've got some new facts or whatever, but yeah, I don't know, personally... It's like it, that 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 belief is not dependent on your situation. Mm. That belief is not dependent on what is going on around or what information is present or not present. Mm. That belief is just it's 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 a finite. It's a solid belief. Mm. So either you solidly believe that or you don't. Mm. If your mum now dies, you can't now come and say, "Oh, I don't believe anymore." Mm. Because what does that have to do with the price of milk? You know, like oh, it's not. Somebody. It's not. It doesn't. It doesn't. You know. It, it, no it, just it just has no bearing. It's just completely mm. independent. So, firstly, I believe that either you believe or you don't. Mm. And maybe you thought you believed and you didn't, mm. but that's neither here nor there. That's not to do with salvation. That's mm. to do with your own belief. Mm. Um, I think we confuse Ezekiel chapter 33 
when when it comes to like losing salvation and da, 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 because it says if a righteous person turns away this is verse 18 sorry ezekiel 33 verse 18 if a righteous person turns from their righteousness and does evil they will die for it and if a wicked person turns away from their wickedness and does what is just and right they will live by doing so yet you israel say the way of the Lord is not just, but I will judge each of you according to your ways. So here we feel like, okay, so if you were righteous, then you were, and then you became unrighteous, then you will die and you'll lose your salvation. But that's not talking about salvation. This is before the new covenant. This is before Jesus. He's talking about literally the Israelites who were literally there, right there to him, because he's saying to them, this is what you say. You say that God is not just, but he's saying to them, well, no, obviously if you used to be good and you're not good anymore, then you're not good anymore so that what what use is that now mm. you know mm. but that's not saying that if you were saved and you're not you're not saved anymore it's got it doesn't say anything about salvation mm. it's talking about self-righteousness it's mm. talking about righteousness of the flesh worldly righteousness mm. it's not talking about godly righteousness yeah. which we know is only from jesus yeah. because we can't be righteous on the scale of god it's impossible it's impossible um impossible it's impossible impossible <laughs> can't as my bishop would say Impossible uh, can't. yeah <laughs> so <laughs> with <That's> great. <laughs> so um yeah it's got some good points into how we can evangelize to people because then also it says like um what does it say it says like um if you don't tell somebody about their wicked ways turn, to turn away from their wicked ways then you're responsible for that person's blood mm-hmm. but if you do tell them and they still continue to be wicked then it's none of your concern mm. you know that that's useful for us to know how to evangelize and to stay on the right path mm. you know but it's it it doesn't necessarily talk about salvation in my opinion mm. from what i understand from the scripture mm. um and then also people also confuse um hebrews ten twenty six, which says for if we sin willfully after we have received the knowledge of the truth there remains no more sacrifice for sin but a certain fearful expectation of judgment and fiery indignation which shall devour the adversaries um this again it's not talking about salvation because it's saying that if you know the knowledge of the truth if you have the knowledge of the truth but you choose not to believe it Mm. like or you choose not to follow it or do what is required by knowing that truth then there is no more sacrifice there's nothing else that you can turn to because jesus is the only way it's not saying that you can lose your your salvation and now become unsaved it's Mm. saying that literally you literally weren't saved in the first place that's the Mm. only that is the sacrifice Mm. there is no other sacrifice that is literally what it says in the scripture but we we Mm. tend to think that oh this means that oh you can believe Mm. and then not believe and then there's no more sacrifice no Mm. it's saying that either you believe or you don't there is no other sacrifice there is only jesus so either you believe or you don't if you go on willfully sinning then you don't believe that is just what it is because like tina said either jesus is lord over your life and therefore you would not sin because he says if you love me you will obey my commands or you 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 don't yeah. you know or you don't believe and you'll go on sinning you can't be a willful sinner yeah. and willful means deliberately or like stubbornly without wanting to stop yeah. pridefully sinning you can't continue to live a life of sin and yeah. claim that you believe in jesus yeah. 
when you believe in Jesus, just knowing that he died to save you from those very sins will make you disgusted by sin. Yeah. And even though you, even if you still love sin, you're disgusted at yourself for loving sin, Absolutely. you know? And yes, we, you know, Jesus died to take away guilt and shame as well, but it still doesn't stop you from being remorseful for mm-hmm. sinning and, mm-hmm. and not wanting to sin, mm-hmm. wanting those, like, for example, I, I've spoken before about, um, you know, struggling with sexual sin mm-hmm. and, 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 you know, being lustful and, and having the desire to fornicate or whatever or do something that I know that I shouldn't do but it it's not something that I'm proud of it's not something that I want that oh it's normal yeah it is normal because we are of the flesh but Mm. I don't want to be normal I want to be a child of God you know I want to be set apart I want to be part of his chosen people royal priesthood you know like I'm not here to be normal or average child I ain't here to be average that's maybe that's some of your destinies but we it ain't, ain't mine regular, boo. it's not my portion okay <laughs> I'm not here for that that's not what I signed up to you know <laughs> especially not in salvation like imagine having the whole God like the spirit of God inside of you and then saying you're normal and average oh, what, what so we serve a normal and average God or again. is that what you did question. like what was the point mm. what is the point so yeah I think it's important to understand again not to take the scriptures out of context I think we should do another one of those episodes next mm-hmm. season that was really fun mm-hmm. um yeah so it yeah <laughs> that's it I, I personally don't feel like you can lose your salvation and this is the thing I was when I was preparing for this I really was struggling and you'll see it in my notes mm-hmm. um really struggling going back and forth between um why people believe in the concept of being able to lose your salvation and and then verse the security of salvation now that means you were never really saved in the first mm-hmm. place and um you looking at scriptures looking at both scriptures side by side and then arriving at a conclusion is kind of where i got to because i was just like <sighs> it's very because people will say to you and it, but people, what people say is insignificant. But people will say <laughs> to you that I really, really did believe in God, and I really did believe in Jesus, and I really did believe Him. But then, but no, I lost then, my business. But yeah, but then like, they'll say, but then yeah. X, Y, Z, and Happened. now I don't believe. And so then people will be like, okay, so then what? what happened for you to not believe because they will be fully convicted Mm -hmm. and fully persuaded in and of themselves Mm -hmm. that they really did believe in God. And so, you know, where you, you don't, you can't tell anybody else that they were saved or they weren't saved or, you know, it's just between them and God kind Mm -hmm. of thing. It's like, okay, so let's go into it. I'm going to just try and grapple with what was functioning in my, my brain and thinking about it. I mean, for me, I've had this conversation before and, um, and anyway, are we, are we on the opposite side of the of the fence on this <clears throat> issue? No. no. Um, I I I'm on the I'm fully of the position whereby I don't think you was really saved. But but when we had the Instagram live the other day, you were kind of on the fence, I guess. Then. Yeah, I was kind yeah. of because I I never wanted you you know one of the thing the biggest sin is to is to sin against the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. and it's like if if the Holy Spirit really really did work salvation in that person, mm-hmm. I never want to be like child you are really saved you know what I mean because I don't want the Holy Spirit to be like I was working there I was really working I was working that person's life for 17 years you know what I mean you can't tell me I wasn't working Um, but then looking at scripture it's kind of like oh I don't I don't really know you know because if you look at scriptures like it's as you've said you Christ died for you you knowing that and accepting that he is Lord and understanding that he is Lord means that for you to now to say no you're not lord is like impossible yeah you know like and so that's why i'm just kind of like (laughs) or it's saying 
I know you are Lord, but I don't want to be your friend. I don't, like, I don't that's, care yeah, that you that's, are Lord. That maybe it, is maybe what it is not and not necessarily something I, I care about. Therefore, I electively choose to opt out. Yeah. Drop me out. But and can, I think, I, can I say there's one thing that you said that I think um, I just want to address. When you said like the Holy Spirit is working in someone to cause salvation in them um, and then they get saved and then they can and then they not then they're not saved anymore like it's like a kind of like a you're grieving the holy spirit like you're saying the holy spirit did a trash doll or something like that but like what i would say is that the onus for salvation is on us yeah. it's not on the holy, spirit, the holy spirit because the hope because the because the deed has been done mm. the debt has been paid mm. so the onus is now the ball is in our court mm. so whether or not god is persuading us that okay soften your heart duh, 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 the onus is on you, you to, accept. to accept it yeah. and believe it yeah you know yeah okay so um basically believing that we sin and then we sin and we lose our salvation until we confess okay so that with I'm the really whole sorry i really like your nails okay i'm sorry thank okay. you with the whole um salvation and losing your salvation can we lose our salvation um people you will be able to people who say that you can lose your salvation will say that because you have sinned and you haven't confessed or that you have now disbelieve you now disbelieve that God is sovereign and God is Lord or that Jesus is Lord or Jesus is sovereign. Okay, so um, basically believe that when we sin, we lose our salvation until we confess. And those who believe in eternal security refuse this by pointing out that we do not lose our salvation, but by what we do or don't do. So it's a case of you saying that we've lost our salvation because you have done something wrong is then also saying that then you've gained your salvation because you've done something right Ooh, <laughs> right? talk about it and we know that salvation is not by work well so it's kind of, this is comfy wow i'm gonna try and make this because even in my head i'll kind of like no you don't get it you know no, like reading it. into the scriptures like, we get it guys we, yeah so it's like it it's not that you can't gain or lose your salvation, or lose your salvation, but what you do or don't do. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's start that, which is extremely simplified, but let's go into the scripture. So John chapter 10 is the passage, um, and from verse 22 talks about how my sheep hear my voice and blah, blah, blah. So verse 22 says, now it was the feast of dedication in Jerusalem and it was winter. And I love it when um, the, the scriptures have context like that. Yeah. And it was, it was winter, like a normal, like a normal novel. It was winter. It was the still of the night yeah. and the breeze, <laughs> and the trees were flowing in the breeze. I love that. And it was winter. Holy Spirit, you did good when you were inspiring that bit. Yeah. Mm. And it was winter and Jesus walked in the temple in Solomon's porch. Then the Jews surrounded him and said to him, how long do you keep us in doubt? If you are the Christ, tell us plainly. And Jesus answered them in verse 25 and said, I told Told you and you do not believe the works that I do in my father's name they bear witness of me verse 26 but you do not believe because you are not of my sheep as I said to you verse 27 my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me and I give them eternal life and they shall never perish neither shall anyone snatch them out of my hand my father who has given them to me is greater than all and no one is able to snatch them out of my father's hand and I and my father are one okay so you would read that and then you will say hmm nothing can take us nothing can separate us from God's love which is not applicable in this situation because God will love you even when you are if you're saved or not not which is okay. the point so that's why you were your enemies he died so that's why that scripture doesn't apply in this Thank particular um, context yeah. um, so you would read that and you'd be like okay so nothing can snatch us out of God's hands so that we cannot be removed or separated from from God or from Christ right um, 
So what does that mean? He won't, he won't let the devil take you. But if you want to go, can you go? Of your own free will. Can you go of your own free will? So he won't let the, the devil is not going to battle God and be like, I'm going to take her. And God's going to be like, okay, let's fight it. Let's fight it out. Let's, let's do, what's this one when you do this thing? Not, rock, paper, scissors. It's not going to do rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> like it's not. Rock, paper, scissors. It's not rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> it's not rock paper scissors that the devil and god will now be doing over your salvation okay so it's not a case of the devil can snatch them out of your father's hands is it your decision to leave can you make the decision to leave or is the decision if if you think you have the decision let the devil working through you Mm. to say okay it persuading you to leave because if you know that god is god would you now have the temerity and have like make the, the onus of yourself to now leave mm. or is it the devil who is now persuading you to leave mm. so then for if it's the devil persuading you to leave is that him still snatching us out of god's hand can you see how disgusting this whole thing is it's actually terrible and so it says his sheep his sheep they heard and believed his word followed him and his faithful disciples and none of them should perish okay so this is Jesus saying, okay, so his sheep, they've heard and believed his word. They followed him and his faith as his faithful disciples. So you are a Christian. You've heard and believed like the parable of the sower, right? You followed him as a faithful disciple and none of them should perish. And none of those who have followed as faithful disciples should perish for the son of the father, for the son of the, for the son and the father are one. Thus he was able, God is able, Jesus is able to defend the sheep against the enemy. So it will never be a case now whereby you are not you god will leave you defenseless and the enemy will now try to influence your mind um and try and snatch you because this proves that there is divine power over everything okay so god is not just going to allow you to be snatched out of his hands so therefore is it up to you to retain your gift of salvation if it cannot be snatched if it cannot be taken away by the devil and god will not leave you stranded therefore is it up to you to retain your gift of salvation And as I see it, the possible loss of salvation has nothing to do with what we do or don't do. We are no longer judged um, by our own merits. We are saved by grace through faith. And the only way to lose that salvation would be to abandon that faith. It can't be snatched, okay? There are there are many scriptures that indicate this, including Colossians 1, 22 to 23. If indeed you continue in the faith, grounded and steadfast, and are not moved away from the hope of the gospel which you heard, which was preached to every creature under heaven, of which I, Paul, became a minister. So therefore, if you continue in your faith, and in Hebrews again, it says this in chapter 10, verse 35, do not throw away your confidence. So we're again seeing so many different rhetoric about us having the onus of um our faith you know our salvation is do not throw it away you know continue in the faith um in the context indicates to me that it means that we have the onus to either abandon or to continue to walk in it we cannot be snatched out of God's hands. So we can definitely put that scripture aside and say, definitely we cannot be snatched out of his hand. Um, but we can decide to leave. And so if we can decide to leave, this raises another question in my mind, which which is what we'll say with which is what I'll say to for me, is that firstly, would a true born-again believer ever want to lose his or her salvation? And secondly, if some for some strange reason a person did want to leave, where would they go? to get away I know I don't God. want to lose my salvation like I don't I said, I said what is it you know 
would you if you decided you want to leave where could you go to get away from the one who now indwells inside of you and who brought who who paid for you via redemption you don't belong to yourself anymore you belong to Christ you have been redeemed there is a price on your head Jesus paid for it with his blood are you now going to wash off his blood from your body because we have been stained with the blood of Christ if we're going to now look into what it means to be saved we have been stained with the blood of Christ we are covered in the blood of Christ where will you now go after you have said I do no longer I no longer want to believe where will you go it's impossible okay and I mean again (laughs) looking at John chapter 6 right all the father gives me will come to me and whoever comes to me I will never drive away for I have come down from heaven for I have come down from heaven and do not do my will, but do the will of him who sent me. And this is the will of him who sent me, that I shall lose none of all that he has given me, but raise them up on the last day. So therefore, was you truly saved? First Corinthians fifteen two says, by this gospel, you are saved if you hold firmly to the word I preach to you. Otherwise, have you believed in vain? 1 Corinthians 15, you were truly saved if you were to be able to hold firmly onto the word I preached. Otherwise, you believed in vain. Mm. Okay? And then earlier, in first in also in Corinthians, Paul wrote, he will keep you strong to the end so that you will be blameless on the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. God who has called you into fellowship with his son, Jesus Christ our Lord, is faithful. Okay, so he will. He is faithful. He will keep you to the end. This yeah. is what God says. He will keep you to the end. So if God is able to keep you to the end, if no one, if the devil is not able to snatch you away from God, therefore, if you then decide to abstain or no, if you then decide to abdicate, mm-hmm. that means you believed in vain and you never truly believed. Yeah. You never truly believed because nothing can take you out of God's hands mm-hmm. okay and he has the power to keep you to the end which means you never truly believed you didn't get in the hand you were just <coughs> on the, the fingernail you never well, you truly believed make it into the he, was, he had his hand stretched out and he was like you left him hanging you know and so yes believers are to hold firmly to their faith until the end and it sounds like a characteristic of the parable of the sower baby you wasn't in the soil mm. you wasn't in the soil you was either on the path or on the weeds. Yeah. Or amongst the stones. You was never in the soil. Yeah. Yeah? Um, question number three. How does one know that they are saved? Fomi's got the best check best checklist ever. How does one know that they are saved? Um, so I'm just gonna read some questions and you can ask yourself these questions and if the answer is yes, then well, actually, no, I don't know if they're all yes or no questions, but whatever. <laughs> you can ask yourself the questions. And I've got some scriptures for some of them, but not all of them, but they're all scriptural because I wouldn't just do... I wouldn't do you like that. Would I do you like that? No. So, um, okay, so number one, have you surrendered your life to Jesus? If you have, you're saved. But you have to have really surrendered your life, your whole life, not just part of it. Not, okay, everything except for relationship and job. It's your whole life mm-hmm. to Jesus. Do you believe that sorry do you believe that you would have gone to hell except that you have now accepted salvation from jesus christ and now this is no longer your fate Mm -hmm. if you believe that without jesus you would go to hell then you are saved Mm -hmm. if you believe that are you a new creature 
um, in Isaiah 42.9 and 2 Corinthians 5.17 referencing Isaiah 42.9 because they say that, you know, old things have passed away. Mm-hmm. Behold, God makes everything new. Are you new? Or are you the same person that you was before mm-hmm. you got saved? If you're the mm-hmm. same person, then maybe you're not saved. If your behavior, lifestyle, thought patterns are noticeably different from when you were in the world, quote unquote, mm-hmm. then you are most likely saved. Mm-hmm. Romans 12. Do you display the fruit of the spirit? Galatians 5. Are you transformed? Mm. Are you complete? It's a transformation. It's not like a, oh, it's a touch up. Mm. It's a refurbishment of oh. your spirit. Like you are refurbished. You are new, you know, brand, brand new. Um, are you hot <laughs> on fire for God? Revelations three sixteen. So Tina's hot right now. It's a sunny day, guys. It's a sunny day, guys. A lovely day. Um, Are lovely you day. on hot? fire for god because god says that if you are lukewarm you are neither hot nor cold i will spit you out of my mouth as in god literally says i'd rather you be cold than you be lukewarm as in are you hot don't come here be wasting my time you know (laughs) do you have zeal and passion and fervor if you're not a zealous passionate fervent christian you may need to check with god if you have salvation because there's no such thing as being a plastic like i could take it or leave it i could take christ or leave it being a christian is lit Mm. but people think we're boring because a lot of us who are saying we're christian are not saved people think other christians are boring people don't think that people will never think i'm boring because i'm lit uh i was anyway um yeah so yeah and are you producing good fruit yeah read john 15 john 15 is one of my favorite chapters in the bible are you producing good fruit yeah you, we will you will know them by their fruit yeah. are your fruit good and i'm not saying are you doing good works i'm yeah. saying are you producing good fruit mm-hmm. because of the seed mm-hmm. of the holy spirit that is inside of you mm-hmm. not because you want to be a good person mm-hmm. or because you want this or want that and you mm-hmm. think this is good but is the holy spirit convicting you and commissioning you to do good works Yes, and it's true. Salvation is not a feeling. You know, you cannot feel like you're saved. Salvation is not a feeling. We walk by faith and not by feeling. We walk by faith and not by sight, okay? It's either fact or faith. Or fiction. Sorry. <laughs> right? <laughs> Salvation is not a feeling. You can faith it till it becomes fact in your heart. Yeah. Okay, and that's the Holy Spirit working through you, producing salvation. You can faith it until it becomes fact in your heart. Um, trusting in Christ for your eternal salvation is trusting in a fact that Christ died for you. It's a fact. It happened. Okay. It's not a figment of your imagination. It's a fact. Salvation isn't a feeling. It's a fact. Amen. Okay. Hashtag scripture. Hashtag scripture for today, girl. I'll do not know. Come on, girl. We gotta do something. Um, Romans 10? Yeah, Romans 10. Go for it. Uh, Romans 10 verse 9 to... 10 10 okay verse 9 to 10 uh that if you confess with your mouth the lord jesus and believe in your heart that god has raised him from the dead you will be saved yeah we can start there okay (laughs) (laughs) but with the heart one believes unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation heavenly father we give you thanks we give you praise we give you glory thank you for the sweetest gift of salvation it's great lord your salvation is great your gift is great this is the best gift we have you've given to mankind okay we are so grateful we are so so super duper grateful and i thank you that i will never ever ever choose 
to leave you. I ain't going nowhere. I'm stuck to you like glue. Okay? <laughs> and I want you to know that I am fully, 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 fully convinced and persuaded that you are Lord and that you are God and that you are King and I ain't going nowhere. Okay? And I know that you'll never let anything be snatched out of your hands because you are God. And I thank you, Father God, that our salvation is sure in you and that we are going to faith it till it becomes fact in our heart that we are saved. Okay? And I thank you for your great gift of salvation. I thank you for your heart of love towards mankind. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord, that you are not a God who is double-minded and you mm. tell us not to be double-minded, that you are not a God who likes us today and doesn't like us tomorrow, that you're not a God who is going to keep us today and let us go tomorrow, but you are a God who is constant mm. and that your rules, your laws every word from your mouth is constant. You mm. don't change your mind about us. Mm. We thank you, Lord, that you loved us enough to die a gruesome death and that through that death, you have reconciled us onto yourself that we can have eternal life with you. And we pray mm. that anybody who is questioning, anybody who is doubting, anyone who may have lost their belief mm. or their faith, Lord, we pray that you bring us back into your into your heart and mm. bring us back into your arms because your, your, your word says that your arm is not too short to save. Mm. So we pray, mighty God, that you can just lift us up and save us right now, oh God. Any of us who may think we are saved and are not saved, Lord, Heavenly Father, convict us, almighty God, that mm. we might believe in you more and more and make you Lord over our life in the mighty name of jesus we thank you lord amen. amen you can find us on hashtag scripture on itunes instagram soundcloud and facebook yeah just keep in touch like follow share subscribe all of that stuff you can also find us at hashtag no at ht scripture sorry on twitter, twitter. so get in touch and we will look forward to seeing you soon, soon. we love you bye, bye.